Right, what is up, guys? My name is Jack Binstead. I'm Andrew Mills. With us, we have our podcast producer, old Camelam. Hello, guys. Cheers. <laughs> there was no applause there, was there? Is oh, that... uh... Strong one. Oh, he's learning. No. He's learning. He's an intern. No, yeah. Don't worry, guys. No, it's bless him. It's, it's episode day, one, please. so he has time to learn. Um, it's going to be chaos. So, right, so this is episode one of Blow Your Load. That's officially the name of this podcast. Beautiful. I love that. Uh, we have an idea, Cam, whilst he was at the room for like a little cartoon intro. If we were, we were going to put this up on, on YouTube and whatnot, what that would be. It's going to be two wheelchairs going past each other really, really fast and in the smoke. Just go, blow your load. Right, it's genius, right? Wow. I think we can do something instead of smoke. Perhaps something a bit more gooey. So, oh, <laughs> interesting. Like the plasma from Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, guys, what are we drinking? We're here in the fabulous Brewdog Waterloo. Um, Stand Up Studios and Brewdog. Sort of a little collab there. Yeah, the yeah, podcast, it's going really well. Which we're very excited about. I am drinking the Lost Lager. And I'm drinking the Hazy Jane IPA, which is bloody delicious. And, and uh, what are you drinking? If anyone cares, it's the Punk IPA, which is absolutely muy bien. Yeah, no one cares. Um, <laughs> I'd say that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even been two minutes and Andy's dribbling. This is great. Um, so he's in a high chair and he's, he's dribbling. He's in a high chair well. and he's dribbling. <laughs> this is going well. So in this episode, uh, we decided what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about our pasts. Um, for those that have no idea who we are and anything about us whatsoever, really, we two wheelchair users who have known each other since, well, you've known me all my life. Um, and I, I think we're going to talk a little bit about our childhoods and who we are, how we are. Um, I feel like our, our stories are quite different, actually, in a, in a way. Yeah. yeah, very much. I'm fairly sure that you actually didn't even use a wheelchair until you went to uni like you, you walked no I walked quite a bit yeah 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 see I went into a chair at three and that was it I was just a lazy bastard from there I didn't even know Very much but the point is we're going straight for the deep and meaningful for the first episode yeah none of that light-hearted stuff no I we want to bum you guys out yeah we're gonna go, <laughs> <laughs> gonna get we it out of the way depressed. now <laughs> yeah we're gonna get it out of the way now and then I we've got lots of guests lined up for future episodes and a whole range of different topics uh, which we are excited to get into. Um, but yeah, Andy, you know, you're the oldest. You're practically a granddad. Um, I'm not the one that looks like one. This is true. I do look rather old for my age. Um, well, I mean, it, well, you're talking to me. I look like a child look, compared to you. Yeah, you, you look like... You have that beautiful, youthful complexion. Yes. Yeah, very what, envious. I would, what I would do to... Anyway. Uh, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Have a beer. Dog. Have a beer. <laughs> um, yeah, so Andy, why don't you... Sort of explain a little bit about what disability we have, yeah, uh, and then sort of how that sort of how your story began. Yeah, okay. Um, so we both have osteogenesis imperfecta, um, which is more commonly known as brittle bone disease. It's not the old lady brittle bone disease. There's two types. There's one that uh, mostly women uh, postmenopausal women get, which is a lack of calcium. Ours is a genetic defect, which means that we don't produce either enough collagen or the right kind of collagen, which is what gives your bones elastic structure. So if you think of, like, your bones are a bit like the concrete blocks in a skyscraper, we, we're missing the steel poles that go in the middle that keep it flexible and stop it from crumbling, basically. The rebar. Yeah, what, he's, what, he's, what he's getting at is if you're over 50, drink your milk. Pretty much. <laughs> 
should always drink milk, kids. I love milk, and it's done nothing for me over the years. Yeah, no, not not really a lot for me either. No. So you want to think about the, the guy that found out about milk. Yeah, what was, what was he, he doing? Oh, uh, man, this question haunts me at <laughs> night. Like, Seriously. I'm going to pull those things on the underside of a cow and drink what comes out. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Throw me that. Two different types of, of brittle bones, and <laughs> I have the one where you're born with it, and you look like you have the old lady one, but I, I'm not too sure. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we're both um, spontaneous mutations, which means that nobody in our family... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a damn mutation. I love Fucking that. X-Man. <laughs> That's what I was about yeah. to say. Yeah. We are um, X-Men characters. Yeah, so we were kind both... But what that means is that there's nobody in our family that's got a history of it that we're aware of, so... The, the way it was described to me by a geneticist is... Do you imagine when, when like, a baby's being formed, the, co- the genetic code gets copied into new cells... And it's a bit like copying from one book to another, like when you're writing lines in school or whatever. If you make a mistake, even one letter, that can cause a whole bunch of problems depending on where it is in that string of letters. Um, and in our case, it, it caused us to look so fabulously sexy and, <laughs> and be awesome people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have more to say on that matter. One question I do have, because I feel like you don't actually know the answer fully, is how many bones have you... How old are you? 35. Right, so how many bones have you, you broken? You wouldn't 35? guess it by looking at him, though, would you? Oh, yeah, you can't tell if this, if this Vladimir Cuba. Putin looking... <laughs> QB's going to hit any day now, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how many bones would you have at a guess you've broken it? I've, I've lost count. Perfectly over honest. 100. Oh, God, yeah. Like over probably a... over, over 200, if you count every little thing. They x-rayed my spine once, and I had 118 micro-fractures. Jesus. It's absurd, isn't it? 118. Exactly. My spine was basically crumbling. <laughs> it was. There's a great story here about how, if you, how many years ago was this when you had your spine rotted? First time or second time? The time I came well. to see you in hospital and you don't remember me. Stand. Well, then how can I tell you if I don't remember? No, but, it would, but you would have remembered it happening. Like, using Stanmore. I think I was probably a teenager, so I'm thinking maybe like 10 years ago. 2013, that would have been the second one, yeah. The second one, yeah. I'm making me remember stuff and, now. I went to see this guy after spinal surgery and that was a rough um recovery for you wasn't it you had to lay down for like a long time no yeah yeah that was um spinal surgery is intense but um so i've had two i had one when i was 17 and then one when i was 20 something can't remember um 25 maybe yeah um but yeah the second one oh man the drugs they pumped me full of so for the first 48 hours i was convinced i was a spy MI6 and that oh, the yeah. nurses were Al Qaeda. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, There's no need. Why? What? What was that? I don't um, know. I was hallucinating like no tomorrow. It's so specific. Yeah, I, I was convinced. And then for the rest of the two weeks I was in hospital, there, I had the same um, physiotherapist every day that would come in, and every day I called her a different name. <laughs> I'm never the right name. <laughs> <laughs> she just accepted that. Like she was okay with it. That's great. Now you can just send her a Christmas card and just give her a different name every yeah. single year. What's up, matter. Caroline? How you my, doing? Yeah, yeah. What's my, up, Dave? My, uh, <laughs> my first back operation. And I'm pretty proud of this. Was the first week I was on an epidural, so I was doped out my eyeballs for the first week. And in that state, though I don't remember, I managed to chat up and get a nurse's number. So when I was finally like 
conscious enough to talk to my mum. My mum was like, this nurse gave me her phone number for you and said, <laughs> make sure you're out in a couple of months to go out in Hatfield. I was like, what, what, who, where? Hatfield? Yeah. No, she was a student You could have chosen a better, better nurse. <laughs> oh, she was right. She the was other right. question yeah. is, why did your mum give it to you as well? I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> why'd you give it to the mum? Well, because I was like, I mean, I was basically laying flat on my back and dribbling. And she still wanted to go for a drink. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm saying this, you I'm must have a, a massive. <laughs> anyway, um, nose. <laughs> Grin. Grin. <laughs> you have a massive nose. I do. Yeah. Okay, so take take us back to. You know, you're a baby, and you know how old were you when you diagnosed? So I was actually diagnosed two days after birth. Um, so what happened? I think a week or two weeks before I was born. Um, they did a scan on my mum and they noticed I was turned around in the womb, so they tried to turn me the right way round. And as they did that, they broke a bunch of bones, but they didn't know they'd done that. Jeez. Um, and it didn't work anyway because I still came out foot first and they had to do a cesarean. You know, I'm just awkward like that. Um, yeah. Probably a lot easier for when you pull the wheelchair out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a family guy, isn't it? When yeah, yeah. has a kid, yeah. And the wheelchair comes out with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so convenient. Um, so yeah, I was like, and then I was born with all these broken bones, um, but they still didn't notice. The doctors were idiots, to be honest. And then two days after I was born, they did this test, which I'm pretty sure they don't do now because it's a bad idea, but it's called the hip dislocation test, where they uh, test, yeah, yeah, yeah. test the flexibility of a baby's they legs. Basically, they did it on Daisy. Oh, crap. So they're yeah, still yeah. doing it. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. They basically grab the legs, uh, the babies in the back, and then they sort of like basically bring the knees up to the head you know, to see if there's any issues with the hips and if there is it's a really bad idea in the Broken end but every bone in your hips so yeah they just broke both my legs doing that and then they were like oh hang on a minute this isn't right um and yeah i got diagnosed <laughs> what does your baby look like a question mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a mess and but i mean the doctor also gave us such bad information um i won't shame him on here by saying his name but he told my mum I'd never be able to walk. I would have to wear a helmet everywhere in case I bumped into things. But it's okay, because there'd be a cure for the condition by the time I was three. This guy's on serious, Mac. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where he got his degree. I think he found it in a cereal box, but... Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. He's at clown school. Absolutely useless. Um, And then when my mum went to the GP to register me with the GP, the GP literally apparently went up to the bookshelf, pulled down one of these old medical books and started looking up what Brittle Bones was. And he was like, oh, that's what it is. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. What, what Although year he actually you... turned out to be amazing. What like, year were you born? 88. Okay. Because wow. I was born in 96, and I was fairly under the impression that even then it was quite a rare disability. Yeah, so, not I mean, many people know 88, I can imagine they knew nothing. Is it, like, where does it come from? Is it, like... Genetic? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, genetic, a, it's yeah. a genetic disorder. So it, it comes from, I, I guess, denim, really, comes from the genes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was, no. oh, Le- yeah. Levi Strauss is, wow. is responsible for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Levi Strauss gave so us, gave us you... brittle bones. That is a <laughs> statement. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by yeah. Levi. <laughs> So, so someone in your family has it as well. Well, that's what we were saying. Is you know we are spontaneous mutations. That's that's what I'm. Yeah. Okay. So, so nobody that we know of has this disability. It's uh, a DNA 
miss out. If my parents had literally had kids with anybody else, this wouldn't have happened. The fact that they both had the same deformity, it's like one in a million. Well, like I don't even in, know what in, the odds One are, in a yeah. hundred million or whatever that we would just spontaneously have this disability. Yeah. So, you know, if that's not meant to be, don't know what is. <laughs> literally. You know, meant to be this way. Um, okay, so two days old, diagnosed. How often would you say that you sort of broke when you was really young? So like up to the age of one, how often did you break? Do you know what? To be honest, I don't know. I think that my next major break, I think I maybe broke a few little like fingers and toes and bits like that. Ones that we don't wow. count. Yeah. Um, but the next big one wasn't until I was three, then I broke my femur again. Um, I mostly break femurs, which is yeah. like the worst Same. one to break. Same. Um, <clears throat> so just for context, femurs, the biggest and supposedly strongest bone in your body. Um, and it's also surrounded by a huge amount of muscle. So, well, well looking at yours, yours is about as long as my cock. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> we'll get into the, <laughs> we're going to get into the L rule in another episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not uh, going to mention the L rule yet. We don't want to give up all our secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the biggest, supposedly biggest, strongest mind body. It takes a lot of force in a non-OI person. It's like to concrete to for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Very thick bone. Yeah. Um, but what happens is when... It's so painful when you break it because you've got so much muscle around it. So when it snaps, all of that muscle tenses up to try and hold the bone together. But what it actually does is you get muscle spasms. So the bone just bangs mm -hmm. and all the nerves just keep hitting each other. And it, it for us... It's the because, worst pain in the world. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Um, so, yeah, I've done... I think I've done 12 broken femurs. Don't know how many you've done. I've done, it, I've done about 25. Oh, those are good numbers. Yeah, yeah. Good I mean, stats. As competitions go. Nearly, <laughs> ne nearly one a year. I'm starting to slack now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, Do you 12, to... you say 12? I think so, yeah. Creamers? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know how many surgeries to correct them, because every time they correct it, I break it again. And yeah, I definitely... Again. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever fractured my femur and not had to have surgery as a result. Yeah. Can I ask, how do you... Repair that because a femur, like you say, a femur is a big bone. It's one of your your main bones. So, when I was younger, before they sort of really developed it properly, what they used to do was put us on something called gallows traction. Mm. You ever go on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's basically. I mean, it's bloody cruel, is what it is. It's you lay on your back with your legs tied to a metal frame, so that you're kind of like on your back with your legs in the air, up in tied, the air. To, tied to a metal frame, and it's it's supposed to keep the bone straight while it heals. And you're like that for for us, it's about three months. Just three months on your back, your legs. Three months on your back, yeah. How? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. the last time that I had that was when I was seven. Um, and the doctors, that, or whoever did put me on the traction, didn't tie it up properly. So... Your legs did not fall off. It slipped. No. A broken leg slipped. And so what happened was it was, it was nice and straight. And then because it slipped, it, it healed at an almost 90-degree angle. Um, which is then about that time they were just starting to do telescopic rods, which is where they put a metal rod through the middle of the bone and it kind of grows with you and it strengthens it and holds everything together, basically. Um, so I was one of the first people with OI to have that. Mm. Um, and that lasted about four years until I broke it playing football. So it's, it's always a good good choice to play football with our disability. Yeah, yeah. Like just come on. I think I've only ever broken once through playing football. But it was a good one. But... Why are either of us playing football? 
I just want to be a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even like football. I'm a motorsport like fan. <laughs> but I put this ball top bins and so did my shin. My shin went with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to do a sliding tackle and um, that's great. My leg slid out. <laughs> that's unbelievable. So, yeah, and that was probably, it was probably not long after that that we met, met you. You so, met me. Yeah, so do you want to sort of give us a little bit of your story to start with? So, yeah, obviously my parents, like we mentioned earlier, my parents don't have a disability, so they weren't expecting this whatsoever. Um, I wasn't actually born with any broken bones like you were, but um, the, the forceps broke my skull when I was being born. And so nobody knew that I had a, a broken skull until I was about two weeks old. And I rolled over in my cot onto, like, my rattle or whatever and just did, like, the left side of my rib cage, just like that. It was that easy. And um, obviously they knew something was up. So they took me to the hospital, and that's when they found the rib fractures and they found the skull fracture. And that's when, you know, obviously questions start getting asked. You know, how does that happen to a two-week-old baby? And I, I, if I remember rightly, I sort of, you know, because I can only base this off stories, but I broke a bone or a leg or an arm every, like, two weeks for the first, like, 16 weeks or whatever it was. And so more and more questions start forming. And that's, I guess, one of the sort of big areas of our childhood that were different was that my parents were accused of child abuse. And there was, like, that threat of taking me into care and my parents being questioned by police and by doctors as to, you know how this had happened. Some of the some of the breaks were pretty severe. You know, like leg femur break in half, arms, you know. Uh, and like some of these some of these injuries could only have occurred if you were like thrown across the room style. You know, and I it would it would have happened for me by, you know, rolling over in bed or sneezing or something crazy like that. Um so I was finally diagnosed with a disability when I was one. By which point I'd probably broken, I don't know, 10 times in that first year. Um, and then, yeah, I was I was in nappies when you met me. I think, it, I, I, was it your parents heard about us or we reached out to you? How, what's that story? So, yeah, just to give it a background of what you were saying about the child abuse thing. Um, this is a really complicated thing with brittle bones. It's because a lot of parents do get accused of child abuse because there's not the knowledge out there. Um, and there's been cases where kids have been taken away from their parents, been put up for adoption, and then even when it's been proven that the child has OI, the parents can't get the kids back. I, I know, I, I know it's of too a, unsettling from yeah, yeah, I know of a story actually about that. I won't say the guy's name in case he ends up one day coming across this podcast. Yeah. But I knew of him when I was younger, and it, his parents went through the same thing, and he was taken into care. And 18 years later, you know, he's gone through the whole care home business and he's now an adult and there's like an order in place where his parents can't even go within like 100 yards of him even though it's proven he has this disability you know i think they i think for a long time they lived in the same area too so like his mum would see him in the supermarket just couldn't go up to her own son you know i'm pretty sure that's the case my family told me about that story yeah um but the other side of that is I, i'm also aware of cases where parents who are abusive to their children read up about brittle bones and then they use that as an excuse and they've come to conferences no. they've oh, no way with other parents yeah, yeah. Level. so, so it, it is there's no clear-cut way with it um and so the, like to bring it back around to your story um it was i forget the exact connection i think it was somebody your dad worked with 
the husband of my PA at school, or it was some like friend of a friend situation. Um, sorry, I'm just going to bring this closer. Um, <clears throat> and obviously, the story got filtered through to us um, through my PA that you kept breaking and that your parents were being accused of child abuse and all this kind of thing. Um, so we reached out and organised a meeting, and you came to the to our house at the time. Right. Um, and you you were less than a year old. I think you were probably only six or seven months old at that mm. point. Um, but we had to be careful because we didn't know we didn't know you we don't we didn't know your parents we didn't know if it was a situation where they were actually abusing you or whether yeah. it was. So were, you, were your parents aware, at, like your age at that point, that there were people that were faking it? Yeah, yeah, okay, it's been, yeah, it's been quite a common thing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you came around and you know. There's a look with people with our condition. We all kind of have yeah. a certain look um, about us. Although you don't necessarily have it. I don't know. You see, like, photos of me, like, next to Abby and a few of the others. Yeah, it's, for me, I think there's different looks, though. Yeah. Like, for me, I've always had that sort of slightly rounder face, the blue eyes, and you sort of look at... There's, there's a guy that I used to know. We used to be an athlete together. And you, you, I, my own mother cheered him on in an athletics competition because <laughs> she thought it was me. That's what she told you. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, like, we looked identical. And he had the same situation? Same disabilities, same type. Yeah. There's different severities. So, um, That's the other thing. That's probably why we look different, is because we definitely have a different type, which means a different yeah. severity of this disability. Um, sorry, just to go riff on that point. Um, so, Alison Wisbeach, who's my OT, um, works with OI for the past, God knows how many years, decades, actually. Um she says that everybody with that condition has an identical twin. Right. Like, I definitely but she will never tell me who mine is, like, but there's like I, everybody out there has got somebody that looks exactly like them. I'm pretty so sure your, I'm pretty sure yours is in hiding right now, so you're not gonna find him anyway. Yeah. No, no, he's not in hiding. He's committing war crimes in Russia. <laughs> now he's in hiding. <laughs> Why do we keep coming back to this point? You you have an uncanny res- resemblance to Vladimir Putin. Okay. I, I don't even want to unpack this right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. Anyway. To, to, go, to go back to the point, that's another episode. Yeah, uh, sure, sorry. To go, to, go, <laughs> to go back to the point was that, like, we, because you've got that look of somebody with right, we knew as soon as you, like, were brought into the house. Like, yeah. Got it right, like, 100%. Um, and I don't know what process your parents went through that. I don't know if then they pursued the diagnosis or what. Um, yeah, I don't know the I don't know the the full story. I don't think around the diagnosis. I I I I don't. I remember there being some sort of story where my mum was taking me upstairs to bed, and happened to like step on the cat's tail, and obviously the cat bolted, and my mum sort of fell down the stairs. Probably like three steps, like not too high up. But I fell with her and, and broke like both my legs, and I, I don't know if it was. Man. I don't know if I'm making this bit up. But I don't know if it's the case, but like there was a, there was like a caseworker over at the time, or police were over at the time. Okay, it yeah. obviously complicates things a lot more. Um, but surely, yeah. if they'd have seen that, then they'd have been like, okay, that's clearly an accident. For, well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a scenario that helped get the diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't really know if that's you know. I mean, you've got to commend them for. Doing that. Though. Well, this is the point that was I was going to make. I, like, I can't, I can't, and would never talk on behalf of my parents, right? But if I was to reflect on that as a life experience of mine, I would say, well done, because, like we said, you know, there are kids that are, you know, going through abuse, and no one's batting an eyelid over it, yeah. you know. And they, and then you hear of these horrific 
you know, horrific deaths that occur in, in with parents and kids, you know, and if somebody had paid attention like they did with my parents and, and me, some of these some of these kids would have had different lives, you know. Yeah. So I can't I can't fault them for doing their job. You know, if it were the yeah. case I was being abused, I'd probably be alive today as a result of them doing their due diligence, you know. Yeah. So But I think knowledge about OI should be more social workers should know more about it. Because it yeah. should be, if something like that's happening, and if a kid is repeatedly breaking their bones, that should almost be one of the first steps that they do. Yeah, go down that route. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not... There's, there's very little other disabilities that are similar. As, yeah, as far as I'm aware, there are... There I mean, are. like, sort of hip dysplasia, you might consider yeah, the it to one be on where the same dis- line. Yeah, the one where everyone dislocates all the time. Hypermobility, the you yeah. might consider it to be on the same sort of, you know, you're on the same path, yeah. you know what I mean? You're, walk, you're walking on a, on a dirt path, but we're on the main road. But we're going in the same direction. That's, that's sort of where it's at. I mean, me as, a, me as an outside source, I hadn't heard about the disability until I saw... Um, is, it gl- is it called Glass? So, yeah, yeah so yeah. The, the original... Have you seen the first film? Yeah, yeah, of course. Unbreakable? Uh, d- where he has mixed personalities. And no, so before that... Oh. There's a film from, I think it's 1997. It's Samuel L. Jackson, and he has his own... Oh, uh, as the same, same character. Yeah, yeah. so split okay. the second film oh, okay. in this trilogy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Unbreakable was the first film, and he has our disability in that. Um, in America, it's more commonly known as glass bones, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, but uh, also in France, the literal translation of what they call it is glass it's bones. Glass bones, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, although he did an amazing job, and there's bits of that film that, like, when he falls down the stairs yeah, in the yeah, train station, it's, it's what I'm, thinking I'm like flashback in so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he like falls down the original. In the original film, he has a yeah. he's like in a rush to to catch somebody, but he doesn't use a wheelchair. He uses like a cane. Yeah. Uh, so I I would if you knew about types of the disability, you would associate him as a type one. Yeah. Because he can walk in the way that he can. Type one. And he's least, like six feet tall. Yeah. The least. Of, <laughs> yeah. He's like the Samuel least... Samuel Jackson as well, which probably helps. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the least severe type, is type one. But he's had a little slip on the on these concrete stairs going into like a subway and breaks like his leg, his ribs, his arm. And there's also the bit as well in that film when he's on the roller coaster as a kid. And he... Have you seen that? He's on a roller coaster as a kid and he breaks his arm. It's spinning round and round and round. And he like falls out of the... It's I don't film. remember that bit. Yeah, it's in the... You, know, it's been a long time you don't want to remember it. that bit, actually. It's not nice. But he breaks his arm. Yeah. Um... You, you don't have the trademark banana arm, do you? It's like a trademark of, of the brittle bone. Yeah, I mean, I've been... That's weird. I've been pretty lucky with my arms. I've broken my elbow. I've split my shoulder blade in half. Mm-hmm. But I've, the, the long bits of my arm, I've not... See, I haven't broken, broken an arm in a long, long time. It was more for me as a kid. But I don't know if you could see on camera, right? It's disgusting. But we love it. <laughs> so... Hey, right, boy. <laughs> Right, so if you can see that, my arm is bent at an incredible angle. And that's what my legs and spine are like, so. Yeah, yeah, stop, stop trying to compete. Um, I'm pretty sure this happened. I was, I don't know if, if I've mixed up two stories here or if I actually do remember it, but I was invited to the premiere for Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo movie when I was a kid. Why not? Yeah, I remember this, right? <laughs> and I was at a hotel in London with my family and I was trying to walk around this coffee table all my family were there and their legs are in the way and I was sort of stepping over and I must have tripped and I put my arm out on the marble floor to like support the weight and it just snapped dude just completely snapped Um, but like a lot of people have a bent right arm 
Apart from Mandy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I broke my elbow doing something very similar. So my brother learned how to walk on his hands. Hey, so you copied him? Well, I tried to. Obviously yeah, it didn't go so well. <laughs> it didn't go so well. Nice. So, I mean, I got, uh, luckily it didn't break the long bone, it just cracked the elbow. Mm. So I had the cracked elbow. I, um, that healed in about three or four weeks, and literally the week after I got the cast off. Done it again. Right. Oh. It's even better. So this was when I broke my leg really bad and the gallows traction slipped. So what happened is I was coming out my bedroom. This is when I was walking. And I tripped over. And because my arm had just healed, I didn't put my arm out to save myself. Right. So I snapped my leg. Oh. Because I was scared yeah, had, about hurting yeah, my yeah, arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my leg snapped, almost came out of the skin. Um, it was rush hour. So the ambulance took, I think, over an hour. I said like an hour and a quarter or something to get to me. We got there, and the paramedic took one look at my leg and fainted. So they put her in the. <laughs> I swear down, they put her in the original ambulance. No, why did she get your ambulance? Because they had to get rid of it, and they needed because the other paramedic was the driver, so they needed someone in the back with me. So like, okay, we're gonna have to call another ambulance. No, just, yeah. just you know, put I, a wet flannel on her head. I don't know. It was a mess. It was a mess. So I went from like eight in the morning, or about that time when I broke it, to I think one o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't have a single painkiller because by the time I got... Your mum had off, no painkillers in the house? Um, well, she was told not to give them to me, I think, because... Oh, they, they were going to give you something stronger when they got to you. Yeah, yeah um, but because... A&E being what it is and the waiting times, and by the time I got processed and everything, it was one o'clock before I even got any medication. So I was there for like, yeah, four or five hours just... In pain, dude. Yeah, leg yeah. almost coming out of the skin. Um, Talk, and, talking of leg out of the skin, am I right in saying that there's a story from when you were a kid, you were sat on your legs and both went? Not me, no. No? Have I made that up? It's it's probably somebody that we know, right? I but could have they, swore I knew that you'd you were sat on your legs as a kid and you'd done both femurs. I've ne- thankfully again, touch wood, never done both femurs. I've never time. done both. Apart from obviously, like when I was diagnosed, the the thing. Yeah, I've never done both femurs at the same time. That would I can't even imagine what that would be like. I don't know what you do. I, I, I like because when you break a femur, you have like a go-to move. Is that a thing? Do you have? I have that. If you break a femur, you know exactly where you need to hold it. Yeah. Right? And you lay in the exact position you need to be yeah. in. And it will go against everything the paramedic will want you to yeah, be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you know, you know you your body. You need to be in it, right? Yeah, yeah. If you broke both femurs, Mate, you couldn't would, do that. No, I would be like, what? I, I, no. Because <laughs> we, we were having this discussion earlier, but when you break a femur, the reason it's so painful is because of all the muscles around the bone and the nerves, and it tries to keep the bone together. And what it does is it, that the bones sort of hit against each other while they're broken, which causes so much pain. Yeah. So if you had, and, and you kind of need both hands wrapped around the you thigh need to, keep it, tight, to right? keep it tight. So if you had yeah. two broken, you could only hold one each. It wouldn't yeah. be enough. Unless you've got like massive hands, like dust hands. No, you, yeah, you, would, you would need, a, you know, two or three like people to hold. Yeah, you need <laughs> yeah. shack hands. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only survivable way of breaking two broken, two femurs is to have shack hands. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but did you, did your parents get good at like making homemade splints for your legs and stuff like that? Um, 
No, my my no, they didn't. <laughs> That's the end of that one. No, um, fair enough. I don't remember my parents ever doing homemade splints for me. I mean, they were they were always because they. I don't know. I feel like they didn't necessarily get as involved as your parents did with the world of, of brittle bones. Like I went to conference. There's a, there's a brittle bone conference, right, which happens every single year, and everyone with brittle bones meets up like from around the country. All the parents, like, you know, it's meant to be, like, a medical thing. Everyone goes to conferences and listens, and we just get pissed, right? But um, um, Some of us shag each other, but, yeah. Yeah, that always happens, too. It's <laughs> great, I love it. How quick can you break your bone? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we digress but like, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Am I right saying that your parents went to a lot of those conferences when you were younger? Like, you grew up in these Yeah, things, and right? I remember the first one that you came to, actually. I've got a photo on my fridge. Uh, yeah, right. So I, I remember going as a baby, and then I didn't go again until I was, like, 12. So my parents weren't massively as involved in the OI world as, as your parents were. But then, yeah, but then I had a break from when I was 12 to when I was, like, 22, because I was, like... In den- basically, I was in denial about being disabled. I was like, I don't want to mix with other yeah, disabled Yeah, he's free people. for eight, but he's in denial. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of delusion right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like, I don't want to mix with other disabled people. That's top tier denial. I've, I've got is... nothing to do with those people. And he then... looks in a mirror and just sees six foot one and six. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> I'm taller than you right now. He's basically <laughs> shallow hell for bones. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. an accurate representation. Yeah, you're of the brutal shallow how. <laughs> <laughs> brutal how? I don't know. Brutal how? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the the conference is a mayhem, but it is also good to mix with people. No, it? yeah, it's great. It's a great social experience, and yeah. you know, for someone like my parents who know nothing about it and don't know anybody with it, you know, I feel like it's a it's a great it's a great thing to go to, isn't it? Um, so. In terms of walking, right, obviously a bit of a taboo around disability. Wait, is anybody from DWP listening? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. switch off now. Yeah, if you you work for the PIP, people will just uh, click off. I can't walk, just so you know. Don't worry about it. Got no legs. Yeah, no. I lost them in Nam. It's fine. No, so I mean, like, in terms of walking, like, I walked when I was, like, sort of between the age of three and five, I walked. Not long distance, like, maybe around the house. And... One thing about brittle bones is when you go to countries with like warm weather, it does a lot for your bones. It makes them quite strong. Nice. And like a lot of people with OI move, don't they, to warmer yeah. countries, so they have less chance of breaking. So, just quickly on the science of that is um, the sun promotes vitamin D being produced in your body, which promotes collagen growth and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it actually like. We're like plants, basically. If you get enough sunlight and water, <laughs> we, are, we, we are the plants of the human world. <laughs> yeah. No, what plant would you be if you was a plant? <sighs> I don't even know a plant, dude. I can't even tell you. Yeah, the no, name mate. Of a plant. Look, I'm mid Asian into gardening. Aloe vera. Aloe vera. Aloe vera. Aloe vera or a cactus. I'd be I a was cactus. just going to say cactus. Yeah, Top yeah. Two. You're that's a cactus. Tough you're a, yeah, and you're a prick. I, I love you. Yeah. That's a moment for an applause. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're working, dude. Hey. Just <laughs> hey. so we're pressing that, and someone's got like a thing over there. It's just, going off, like. just fart noises. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> yeah. So I walked between the age of like three and five, and then had some like nasty leg breaks, and was just like gave up. I was like, what is the point in this? I had a chair from the age of three. So uh, you said you both played football. 
no, 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 no. We wasn't on a team, Cameron. No, no. I. Oh, right. <laughs> this was a uh, one-time uh, thing that ended who was, badly. Who was the coach? Like, <laughs> Stevie Wonder? Like, <laughs> these guys are in a wheelchair. What's, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, they, he just called numbers. And that's why we lost. It's number eighteen. 96. You're on the left wing. <laughs> they needed one more man, and you were that one more man. Yeah, for, yeah. for an eighteen. Do you know what? I feel like this is this would be a really good film idea. Just a guy in a wheelchair joins a football team. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but like I, I, yeah, I, I tell you what happened when I broke my leg playing football. I was, and I'm so glad. This is probably my most proud broken bone because if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have done as well as I did in my acting career because it wouldn't have happened, right? It's a, it's a bit of a story there. But I was five days off competing in the London Marathon, London Junior Marathon. I was 12 years Actual old. Actual running. Yeah, I was running, you knob. Uh, <laughs> in the wheelchair race, Cameron. Thank you very much. Ignorant walker. Yeah. And um, I went around a friend's house. I think it was like on the Tuesday. I went around the friend's house and we were just like kicking a little football in his back garden. And I just kicked it awkward and completely broke the tibia and fibula in half, right? And then went to hospital. Um, had like, I was so adamant that I was going to still compete on the Sunday in the London Gym. I said to them, like, you know, bandage it. Like, it needed rotting, like, it needed surgery. I was like, bandage it, you know, put a back slab on that. That's let's pretty get, hardcore. Let's, let's get going. Chuck fair. me a paracetamol, give me a packet of quavers, I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was a chubby kid. I'm a chubby adult. I don't know why I said that. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, small little violin or something. I've stuffed my face with kebab. Um, so, yeah, snapped in half, went hospital. They put me in a little back slab. I got in my racing wheelchair on the Saturday evening just to, like, go up and down my road to see if I could do it. Could do it. Turned up at the London Marathon on the Sunday, and my dad was riding his bike along the same course in case I needed a tap out. Like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I only went and won it. Like, I won my age category. Oh, Wait, shit. what? I didn't know this. Yeah, for the under-15s. Wow. I mean, this is a fucking story. I was 12, right? And I won the under-15 category in the fastest time. Had no idea, though. Femur. Never bro- Sorry, never broken. I don't... Yeah. That's worth a high five. But that's how my acting career came around. Because yeah, no, I, you I, have to explain this. So I won, I won that race... Met Richard Branson, got the you know the trophy, what lot? The Virgin fella. Yeah, yeah, the Virgin. Fuck, you know these these youngsters don't. Yeah, yeah, the these. guy, the, yeah, no, the guy that owns the pickle company. Oh, yeah. the Branson pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a dick, the Virgin guy. <laughs> you can't say. Don't that. lower that man to that level, right? <laughs> you mean the spaceman? No. Um, so that happened, and then the uh, the late Paul O'Grady, rest oh. in peace with the big fella. Um, yeah, we need a little, a little sound. Oh. It'd be really awkward if you hit the applause button, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> no, so Paul O'Grady's team, he, they, they saw me win this race, and they wanted to interview me. So I went on the Paul O'Grady show, and I was about 12, and I was just such a vibe. I was such a character. Is that, is that available to see now? I mean, you could. There's got to be a library of it somewhere. But I was on the we show. Have YouTube, man. It's yeah, yeah. No, no. If you actually, if you Google 
Jack Binstead, Paul O'Grady, there are clips. Oh my god! Um, but I went on. I ended up going on the show about seven times in eighteen months because they enjoyed having me on there. So I became one of the Paul O'Grady kids. Um, that sounds a bit. It's a bit it's it a does bit sound. It does sound. But he was. He's one know. of the good ones. You know. Yeah. You would. Hey, rest Listen, Paul O'Grady. You, you know, there needs to be some of the good ones on TV because. Yeah. <laughs> We have not a good train record as time has come by. I mean, um, yeah, so I went on the show like seven times in like 18 months. And then wow. that's how my acting agent saw me. She was like, do you have an agent? Are you are you an actor? Do you and I had no idea what that even was, I don't think. I was like, what's an actor? Well, you go on TV. Well, like I am now. And then like properly, like full time, you know. And I just said, you know what? Like, I'm an athlete. <clears throat> so, sure, why not? And that's how I got the audition for Bad Education. And then, you know... Rem dog happened, and here we are. So that's, you know, I'm glad I broke that bone, because I, I don't know. I probably would have won the race still, but it wouldn't have been as impressive without a broken leg. So Yeah, that's, 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 that's quite good. What do you reckon you'd be doing if you didn't go on bad education? You did. Oh, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably be doing hurdles. With them headphones on, you kind of look like one of the luggage handlers at Heathrow. But yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or what, that's a good question, though. What would you What do you reckon you'd be doing in life if you weren't disabled at all? I'd be doing something ridiculously dangerous, like Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, I would. I would do something like my mum likes. He'd be to wrestling say, tigers. Yeah. Like, yeah. My, my mum used to say, if you weren't disabled, you'd end up you'd have ended up in prison by now because you'd have done oh. something stupid and dangerous. Yeah, he only gets away with his crimes now because he's disabled and he yeah, can't stand yeah. in court. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you got to remember is I also have ADHD, so like I'm so impulsive, not... and I do not think through the consequences of what I'm doing. So yeah, take 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 away the disability, and I, I, I'm a danger. You'd be a, you'd be like a alligator wrangler, or some a... yeah, some <laughs> some dumb shit like that. To be honest, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'd be doing something mad. I don't know what I'd be doing. I wonder how tall I'd be. Like, for reference, I'm four foot ten. I know, but you look normal. Oh, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea. See I would have added a, a, a clapping sound. Yeah, yeah. To that I, I feel like Place if I was sat in like an armchair, or I was in my wheelchair, then you'd probably, ah, oh, he's just a bit short and fat. I reckon you'd be like 5'11 or something. You'd be... But both of us, so like, because your mum's really short, but your dad's quite tall, right? My dad's like 5'10, and I think he'll call himself. What about your your uncles and grandfathers and that? No, they're not that tall. Okay. No, I don't really have any tall people in the family. See, my my brother's like 6'1 or something like that. Oh, you'd be fucking large then. Yeah, but then my my mum's really short, her mum's really short, my dad's size is quite tall, and yeah. Your dad's, uh, not see, that, your dad's not that tall himself, though, is he? He's, very he's shrunk a little bit in his old age. He's like, he's like maybe about 5'9", 5'10", maybe. See, Something like that. That's the yeah. thing. Like, my dad's 5'10", and my mum's about 5'4", five, five, give or take, and I'm six foot. My granddad's 6'4", and my uncles and all that are 6'3", and all that. So, mm. I think... On what side of your family? It skips a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's side and family. apparently my granddad, I don't remember him, he's, he was over <coughs> six foot, so... I think yeah, it all I'm, adds up in the genes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, from the family I know, no one's tall. In my family. Sorry, my man. dad's like 5'10". And my sister's probably about 5, I don't know, 5'7", 5'8". I reckon you'd be, yeah, you'd probably be like 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. You'd yeah. end up being about six foot, for sure. That would be so and weird. I'd be lanky as, I mean, you I'm lanky now for my you size. You have lanky so. arms for a... <laughs> <laughs> Dwarf. 
But I can't say dwarf because I'm just going to look like Slender Man if I was able bodied. Slender Man. Yeah. If he was a rapper. Just wear a black suit and see what happens. If he was a rapper, you would be called Little Midge. So you laugh. That was that was basically my name. That was my nan's nickname. Your what? My nan. We called her Nanny Midge. Because she was Nanny really Midge. short. <laughs> it, it, Midge short for midget. Nanny Midge. Yeah. You'd be little Midge. Yeah, that would be your rapper name. Yeah. What would be your rapper name? JB. I don't know. J Breezy? Nice. I kind of like that. My daughter, I call my daughter D Breezy. That's her nickname. D Breezy? Yeah, little D Breezy. I don't know how it came around. I think I was trying to call her... I, I said something like Crazy Daisy, and she thought I said Brazy Daisy. Oh, yeah. Right? And then it turned into, like, Breezy Deezy, and we were just making a joke out of it, and then she was like, D-Breezy! And I was like, right, that's yeah. it. That You're Absolute a rapper G. now. Yeah. Absolute G. D-Breezy in the house. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can, I can... So it's actually something I haven't mentioned. Daisy, my daughter, has brittle bones. Oh, oh, okay. Right, I, so... You kind of mentioned that, but... Yeah, yeah, so she has brittle bones, too. So where I say it was genetic... Where her mum doesn't have brittle bones, it was 50-50 that she would. And, and you know, she pulled the short straw, bless her, and got it. But we were way more aware of it. Because I knew that I had it when her mum was pregnant, they were looking for it. Like we had way more scans than the average person would. And unfortunately, every single scan showed that, you know, her bones were really strong. I say that unfortunately, like, that's a really bad thing. No, unfortunately, that was the case because then she was born with it. So it was a real kick to the teeth when we found out, after being told for nine months, oh, yeah, like, the bones are straight, they're crisp, they're white, like, you know, it doesn't look like there's any deformities, there's no fractures in the womb, you know, to then find out when she's two days old that she is, she does have brittle bones. And I remember breaking down, dude. I, I cried. You, you phoned me when you were in Did that I? moment, yeah. I don't remember that. I yeah. probably I don't remember the day, like in the end, because her mum was in hospital for like eight days. And... I mean, if we're gonna go into the deeper meaningful here, like, can you talk a little bit about what it's like? I mean, do you feel? I feel guilty. Yeah, it's. I feel Is there like a bit of that? To I feel like that passed quite quick. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like I remember, so I I, oh, I don't know what I, maybe I went out for a cigarette or something and came back into the hospital and her mum was having a shower, so I got back to the the bed where she was in the ward, and Daisy was in like a, like a neonatal ward because she was born a month early, so they, they she was a bit shorter and they to, she had jaundice and so they had to like you know keep her in a little little bed in this neonatal bed. Um, and I came back to the bed and her mum wasn't there and I sort of said to a nurse, oh, you know, where's, where's Daisy's mum, you know? And she was, oh, she's having a shower. And I said, oh, okay. But I waited by the bed and then a nurse came over and she was like, oh, have you been told? <laughs> like, really cheery. Like, a really, really wrong emotion to have in that moment. She was like, oh, have you, have you been told? Has Clara told you? And I was like, told what? And she was like, oh, Daisy has brittle bones. And I, I just remember, like, sinking, dude. I was, like, yeah. into my chair. Like, I just sunk to the ground. And I, I sort of kept it together in that moment. And then my mum came round the curtain about two minutes later, and I just burst into tears, dude. I was just... Because I did feel guilty. I was like, you know, the only reason she has this is because of me, right? There's no other explanation for that. She has it because of me. And... 
I mean, there's two there's two sides to the coin. Really, it was it was like every single bad experience, every single fracture that I've had, every single surgery that I've had, all rushed through my mind in like ten seconds. And I was like, she's going to go through that. I know the pain that she is going to go through, and it haunts you. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. I feel like to a degree, whether you want to touch on this or not, but like we we do have mental health issues as Absolutely, adults yeah. as a result of our childhood. Whether it's you know diagnosed, not diagnosed, you know I'm not diagnosed with any mental health, but I definitely suffer with mental health, and it affect you in ways it you know doesn't affect me and, and vice versa. But the other side to the coin with it though was, Christ, she's in good hands. Do you this, know what I mean? This was the point I was going to bring up. So I think it's worse for our parents who had spontaneous mutations because they Can't they didn't relate. have. They can't relate. They don't have a clue. And one of the biggest problems that I have with my parents, and I say this because I love them to pieces and they've always done the best they can for me, is that at the end of the day, they don't understand what I've been through, what it's like to be me. And vice versa, I don't understand what it's like to be in their situation where they're surprised you've got a kid with a disability kind of thing. Mm, Yeah. So for you, I mean, Daisy, to have you as a dad is in the best hands because you know what she's going through. Yeah. And... It's shit and it's horrible for you because you know what she's going through. But at the same time, you can probably teach her more about what it's like to live with a condition. And Yeah, and, and you know, I, I had to give props to my parents for my upbringing because they went through what they went through, you know, and was told all this and saw their, you know, firstborn breaking his bones all the time. But they never actually wrapped me in cotton wool and left me in the house. You know, I still went out and did absolutely everything. I, you know went off and became an athlete, you know, at the age of nine, you know, started my athletics career at the age of nine years old. I went to parties, you know, and they let me go. We had a trampoline, dude. We had like a whole big 12-foot trampoline in my back garden. Is this the one that you broke your leg when you sat on it? You weren't even jumping on it, you sat on it. No, 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 no. So I was sat on this trampoline, like a 12-foot round trampoline, and I was sat on it, and my my sister and my mum were on the same trampoline, and they bounced me up. Uh, and I landed kind of funny, and I snapped my femur. And I remember, I remember that actually. I remember I was, that was like what sixteen years ago. But I remember that because my mum had to get me off the trampoline into my wheelchair. You know, and like you know, trampolines aren't that high, but you know, comparison to a wheelchair, that's probably like a yeah, that's that much that, of a gap maybe. From there's like, some logistics around that, right? You know, the, the, that's a planned operation there to do that. You know. So and my my dad wasn't there. My dad was my dad was at work. So it was just my mum. Yeah. You know, and I don't I, I don't and I as well like you know I have a younger sister. You know, so like I feel like I don't know I sort of fell into the school run at the same time. Like it was a bit of a nightmare. My mum just totally wasn't prepared for it. I don't think anyone is. Yeah. But um, yeah. I I I, I think Daisy's in you know in the best hands by having me there. She's broken a few times. She's she's four, and one thing I should mention actually is that very very different lives me and her, because there's treatment for our disability, which we should touch on, really. There's treatment, but, you know, you're not going to get rid of it. You know, I was probably about nine when I discovered that there was, like, bone strengthening treatment, which is known as a bisphosphonate. Um, I think it was called promidronate. That was what I went through. 
and it's like an intravenous drug. It creates artificial collagen in the bones. It sort of creates rings around your bones. You can see them on the x-rays. And that's the collagen forming in the bones, which you naturally produce. So I had that from the age of nine, and then I went on to like a, a tablet version of it. When you, you get a bit older, you can do it that way. It's just like once a week. Um, and it did help, for sure. Like I, I, I had a really, really bad break when I was about... Uh, 14 maybe about 14 years old 12 14 years old really really bad break and then I uh, I didn't I then didn't break until I then I didn't probably didn't break for like 10 years that's pretty good going yeah but, um, I mean on the other side of that is so you obviously look very different from me yeah because you had the permintronate and that helped, that stopped your spine from curving as much, that stopped everything else. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm a mess, let's Did be you, honest. Have you had no So <clears throat> I, I went on the, the tablet one. Residronate? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they put me on it just be, uh, like maybe a year before my spinal operation. So like we'll try and boost your bones before you have spinal surgery. But you know how, like, when you get a leaflet with medication, it's like one in ten people will have these side effects, one in hundred people will have these side effects. There's, like, on, this, on the leaflet for residuary, there's, like, one in 20,000 people will have these symptoms. Uh, <laughs> bear in mind, we're on this planet with our disability, one in 100 million. So one in 20,000 is high odds. <laughs> <laughs> and I managed to be the person that got that, and I... Um, what was the side effect? Um, I thought I had meningitis. My skin broke out in, like, blotches and stuff. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I, I was, had, I was I had throwing the, up, like, pure stomach bile. I had the one hour. in ten symptom, which That's, was just, like, general sickness. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I went all the way. The only other person I know that I think had the same symptoms as me is um, Yvonne. Like, the only other person I've ever Yvonne, met. Yvonne Grant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's, like, a lot. You said one in, one in two, 20,000. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you knew someone that also had that same dis- like yeah. same same symptom, yeah. which is insane. I feel like you don't know twenty thousand people. That's yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way. No, yeah, we just know thing. eighteen sick motherfuckers with brittle bones. <laughs> <laughs> and two of them had the exact same symptoms. Them odds are not great. But you know yeah. what you say that though. But like brittle bones, man, is such a fickle disability. Like I have had times in my life where I've fallen, crashed my wheelchair, fought out my work, and I've gone. I'm alive, dude. Like, I remember last year, I was coming home from the pub, and I was kind of I was kind of racing it because it was raining. And I, my front caster wheel must have just hit a loose bit of pavement. I flew, hate that. I flew out of that. Right, I landed on all fours, and, right? And I didn't even have a bruise, dude. I didn't right. even have a bruise. I just got back in my chair and carried it home. But do you reckon that your whatever drug you had... I don't take it anymore. But you had taken it. Yeah. Is that strength? Like, when was the last time you'd both broken a bone? Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. He broke his nose two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, a, and like, you know, a bad one. A bad one for me yeah, was when no, no, I was No, I thought your 20. nose was a bad one. That's kind of bad. Some nose. The didn't, pictures didn't were pretty gruesome. Yeah. Didn't look great. <laughs> worse than it was. Like, like the, the last bad one I had was my femur when I was 22. So that was, um, I was at bar at uni. And I was still walking at the time. And I went to the bar, got my two rum and cokes and was walking back. And as I was walking back, I thought, you know what? I need to sit down. My legs are hurting. You know what? You can do the cha-cha slide. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have an accident. And it was literally like 10 feet from me to the wheelchair. You know it's going to happen, right? You have that instinct? Yeah. yeah. I I know when I'm going to break. I was like, my leg's weak tonight. I'm going to stay in the wheelchair. And as I was walking back, tripped over my own feet. Now, here is... (laughs) 
slightly drunk Andy's logic. I've got two double rum and cokes in my hand, <laughs> and I've got a skeleton that could break very easily. What am I going to save? Obviously, rum obviously the rum it's and cokes. The rum. So I like Superman as I fell <laughs> to try and balance these drinks. <laughs> Landed face first on the floor and felt that shit go. That was a nightmare. That, and that was basically the injury that was like, I don't really walk anymore. I can do a few steps. Um, but it didn't heal for a year. By the time I got to Stanmore, which is a specialist hospital that I go to, they looked at it and they were like, the only thing we can do is just remove your hip joint entirely. So my right do, leg is... Do you is... know how weird that is? My last major break was my femur, and at which point I lost my hip joint. You don't have a hip... I don't have a left hip. Wait, you... Yeah. I didn't realise that. Yeah, I don't have a left hip. For me... Right it, hip. But... Yeah, if yours, yours is right? Yeah. Okay, no, mine's So it's left. just held on skin and muscle? No, there's a, I think there's a tiny bit of floating bone. But that's about it. That's so gross. Like, in bone, just like no, so what, swimming lazily. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's not. My story is not as 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 rock Stupid. and roll. As <laughs> it's not as rock and roll. Superman and some rum and coke across the room. But um, did, wait, wait, wait. Before you start that, did you save the rum and coke? I did. That's pretty. Proud no, you did not. <laughs> did you drink it with a broken femur? Um, I think I had one while I was waiting for the paramedic. <laughs> it helps, right? It <laughs> helps. Yeah. This is just going to ease things off. <laughs> no, with mine, I was. I think I was about. I don't know if I was. I think I was 14. It was like 2010, right? Happened ex- almost exactly. Yeah, that was the year that I did that. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I was at school, and some where I didn't walk, somebody had challenged me. I think I did walk a little bit. I think I started to walk a little bit in, like, in my house when I was like 12, and I learned to walk a little bit. Like I could walk from, like, let's say, the living room to the bathroom and back or whatever, but like now, definitely not. But back then, I had someone at school challenged me to like a bum shuffle race. Like who can who can like shuffle on their ass the quickest? Should we explain bum shuffling quickly? Because most people ain't gonna know what that is. I just thought everyone knew no, that. No, no, no. Look, me as someone that can walk, I know what bum shuffling is. Okay, just second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, if I I I never learned to walk like you did. I spent from from uh, you know as soon as you could sit up and have the muscles to move. Like even to now, I will probably bum shuffle out of my bedroom to my stairs as a twenty-six-year-old man. Because I live in a house. I don't have an adapted yeah. house. So like, I'll probably shuffle from my bed to the top of the stairs and then shuffle down the stairs on my bum. And then my wheelchair will be at the bottom of the stairs. And then I'm good. How'd you get up the stairs? I sort of like half crawl, half use my arms and sort of curious George myself up the banister. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see this. Not, I assumed yeah. you had a downstairs bedroom. <laughs> no, dude. I'm upstairs. <laughs> Can yeah. we film this, please? Yeah, no, it's going to be on the, It's going to be a B-roll... TikTok. This is for the Patreon members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I had this, I had this bum shuffle race, and I felt something go in my leg, and I assumed I'd broken my femur. So I went to hospital, had X-rays, no broken femur, right? They couldn't find what was wrong, right? So they were just like, yeah, I don't know, you done something, but you seem good now. I wasn't good now, but I was like, you know, fair enough. It's not a broken femur. I'll take that. And I went ten months of a dislocated hip. Right, I had no idea it was my hip. Did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt, but like I had like referred pain to my knee for like two weeks, and then it just sort of died down. I was good. And where I didn't walk, like didn't. I just didn't, you know, I I was lopsided. <laughs> I stand up now. I look like Pingu on crack. Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm leaning to the left always, <laughs> and like I'm leaning to the left now because this is just comfy. I have to lean to the left always. Yeah. And um, lean the other side. Right, yeah. <laughs> 
but um, to be close. <laughs> yeah, that's why we sat around this way. Um, yeah, we like went ten months of a broken, uh, with a dislocated hip, and then went for like a checkup on my legs to see if like all the metal work and my legs were straight, everything was great. Hips dislocated, it's fused out of place. So you have to have surgery to have a plate put on the hip, but the two metals between the plate and the rod would corrode over time. So you have to have the plate on your hip and you have to have the metal rod in your femur taken out, which I hadn't had since I was 18 months old. I had rods in my legs every single time from 18 months to like 14 years old. And so we went ahead with it. And they, uh, what was meant to be a three hour surgery, awake in five, I woke up in intensive care two days later. Because what happened was they took the, the metal rod out of my femur, that was fine. And then, because I'd never actually damaged my hips before, like it was the first time I dislocated my hip. They didn't know how weak they were. So they were like putting the plate on, they were screwing it in, and they just completely shattered the hip bone. Like hit, hit, hit an artery, I bled out. They just had to literally close me up with like a plate in my hip floating on nothing, because there was now no hip bone to connect to, and no metal rod in my femur. So I was in intensive care for like, Maybe, a, maybe like five days, five, six days. And I was on the ward for three weeks and they let me go. And I don't know if anyone can recall this, right? But I obviously can. But that year, it was like December time, 2010. We had a really snowy December, like blizzards, right? That year. And I was out in the garden with my uncle. We're about to go for a curry. And I was, I was trying to build a snowman. I put my foot through the shovel, snapped the femur. This was like three weeks after I came out from, you know, breaking the hip. So I, I, mean, I, I had to go that's back. That's kind of your own fault. Let's be it honest. was my own fault. <laughs> Who puts their foot through a damn shovel with brittle bones? What do you know? mean put it through a shovel? Like, I, I, you know how, like, it, it, like, people would, like, put their foot onto a shovel to sort of give the extra oomph to get snow? You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I making that up? Like, I see that in no, movies. No, 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 no. So, you're so right. I, I'm already imagining what... Yeah, I, I, I did that for no added effects whatsoever, because <laughs> what force am I putting did, through that shovel? Did just crush <laughs> your foot? Yeah, just snap the femur, dude. Yeah. Also, my other question. Uh, you say the um, the metal corrodes. Yeah. Where does it go to? Just gets absorbed into your body. What do you mean, where does it go to? So... It's got to I mean, like, somewhere. it rusts. It, 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 okay, it rusts. So it would it rust. The two um, metals would rust over time. Because when you say corrode, you mean it disappears, is what corrodes. Uh, I got that wrong then. I don't mean corrodes. I mean but rusts. It rusts, and also that's bad. In, in and that would probably lead to fractures anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah. So. I mean, rust inside your body is just... <coughs> nah, chuck it in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if we're going for, you know, the, the bad breaks. So, yeah, so the reason my, my hip no longer exists... <laughs> Such kind a of weird nice. sentence. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I broke it first when I was 18, like a year after my back operation. I'd, I've been lucky. I'd never broken a bone at school. And literally three weeks before my A-levels, I was going to band practice and I tripped over the leg of a chair. What a fucking nerd, by the way. Band practice. Band practice. Hey, this was a punk band. This wasn't that nerdy. What did you play? Hmm? Guitar. The clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> Trombone. This one, the triangle. This, like. one time at ba- this one time at band camp, right? What I did. <laughs> yeah. So I tripped over the chair, felt my leg go, but I stood up again. Shut up. Because <clears throat> I, I, even though I felt like I thought, you, oh, what, it's dislocated. You, oh, you stood, up on a bro- you stood up on a dislocated hip. No, it was broken, but I thought it was just dislocated. So oh. I was like, I'll stand up. And then I was like stuck in this position. So I can't sit down again because of where it was broken. Um... So I said to my mate, I was like, 
there's something not right here, you need to call an ambulance. He was like, okay, right. So luckily at that point, because I'm older than you, mobile phones were actually a thing, and he did have his <laughs> on him. What year was this? Uh, ooh, um, 1996. <laughs> just, just 2006, but yeah. yeah. Call me an ambulance, no worries. Yeah, you got a fucking twist yeah, 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 yeah. He's like got his cup. He's like, where's So my mate calls the ambulance. My PA comes there and he's like, my PA Stevie was awesome. He's like, what's, what's happened? I said, I don't know. It's either broken or dislocated. I'm not sure. I can't move. I'm stood up. I can't sit down. He's like, okay, so they called the ambulance. The ambulance is like, we're going to be 20 minutes. I couldn't sit down in 20 minutes. And my best mate from school, Simon, arsehole, <laughs> he's not, I love him. Um, he just sat there for the entire time until the ambulance got there and just laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> like a good mate would do. So, yeah, I snapped, I, I snapped it. I went to Watford. Um, which was the local hospital. They didn't know what to do with me for two weeks. Went to watch some football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally next to the stadium as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I was in there for two weeks. The, sur- the local surgeon there was like, I have no idea what to do with this. So I ended up getting transferred to Stanmore, and they operated on it. They put a pin in it and managed to hold the leg together. I recovered, started walking again, all that stuff. Um, did my A-levels under a lot of drugs, which is probably why I got such crap grades and I was lazy but anyway um, so that was fine and the hip sta- the, the pin stayed in the hip but what they didn't realise was because I could only put one tiny pin into the joint because the bone was so thin um, and I kept walking and yeah that it, ain't it, gonna stick dude. yeah so basically what it is it's like you know like when you get a paperclip and you keep bending it and eventually it just weakens and snaps yeah. that's what happened to the pin in my leg because I was walking so uni when I did my famous Superman uh, impression <laughs> I broke it in exactly the same place and just locked the hip, basically like the, the ball joint of the hip, I just locked that off of the, the leg. Um, That's mad. Yeah, and then again, uh, an awful surgeon up there tried to operate on it, ended up making it worse. I spent a year with a broken leg. And then I got to my surgeon at Stammer, which was like, I, I have no idea what to do. We're just going to, like... Take it out. Just remove Basically, it. she was just like, the only time I've ever seen this is 80-year-old women, and we're just like, don't walk anymore. Like, just live the rest of your life like this, but you're 22, so we can't really do that. Um, yeah, this is it. there's so many. Like, when they went to operate on my hip and they were like, oh, the, the two are going to rust over time, they were like, we've never seen this before. I mean, that's that's just what you want to hear, right? Yeah, we've never. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my, my surgeon was great. I had a surgeon called Karen Daly. You know Karen Daly? I know Karen, yeah. Yeah, we all know, we know each other's surgeons. It's all good. Um, and yeah, she was great. But I even, I mean, even in that surgery, she was sweating. She had to get help. You know, she had no clue. I just, I, I, I can't picture it. So you just don't have anything there. So like, no. as you say, the ball joint where where your femur comes up and it has a little thing at the end. The, yeah. the ball joint's still there, but it's fused to the socket and then it's not attached to the. So it doesn't. It doesn't nothing... rotate like it would for a hip. Yeah. So you just, your leg's stuck in that. I go on the bottom during sex. I, well, I, I put it that guess, way. Bruv, but, I, I ain't frosting. You know. I did my bit, but like, <laughs> do you though? I, yeah, no, for sure, I did my bit. You know, I'll smoke a cigarette. It's good with his chill. hands. <laughs> good with my hands, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't have that that sort of motion in the ocean. So, I mean, oh. talk, talking of surgeons, though, my my surgeon at Stanmore, Sally Tennant, is awesome. Good old Tennant. She's she's hilarious. Like she, 
She actually doesn't have anything. She doesn't specialise in her wife. She doesn't have a, she doesn't have a, a license to be a surgeon. No, no, no. She, she's a butcher. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like she, she actually specialises in babies with foot problems. She got me by accident because she was like the surgeon on duty when I ended up there. Um, mm. So it's like an adventure for both of us. But um, when I had the operation to basically lock the hip joint off and do what they could with that. I went for an appointment the week before and I was like, look, can I do anything to improve my chances of this healing properly? Thinking she's going to be like, oh, take some vitamins or do this or do that, whatever. She was like, <laughs> no more than eight pints the night before. Because she's like, that's her surgery. She's a cool surgeon. She's just like, that's her impression of me is, Andy broke his leg while drinking, so I should probably warn him off drinking. <laughs> no more than eight pints yeah. before you go into surgery. <laughs> yeah, you're meant to be teetotal, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think she was joking slightly, but still. Like, you I had seven pints, yeah, you? Yeah, 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 seven I'd have, I'd have taken that advice as a gospel. I'd have been like, no, I could have up to eight tonight, it's fine. Yeah. I might even have a kebab on the way home. She didn't say I couldn't eat before the no, surgery. She, she just said pints. She didn't say anything about spirits. I mean, no, we're, we're yeah, going yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, Nothing about the shots. She had eight pints and three jugs. <laughs> like, do, you, do you find, like, with your doctors, you, you develop some kind of intimacy with them? In terms no, no, of, like, no, no, I'm the opposite. Really? Totally the opposite. Like, Karen Daly was, like, my surgeon from, like, real young to, like, 18, and then she retired, right? And I fortunately, I've not had to have a lot of surgery since then. So I don't have a surgeon now. Yeah. I just get operated on by whoever is the surgeon, you know, kind of thing. Um, but, no, I never had any any sort of relation with a doctor. Or... Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've been lucky, yes. Like, Sally was... Um, <clears throat> so after that operation... Oh, no, actually, so I should probably go to this before this. So as I'm in the anaesthetic room and they're about to put me under, and when I've got a broken leg, she rushes in in, like, her surgical gear, and she's like, don't put him to sleep yet. Andy, can you shuffle over to the operating table because it will make it easier for me and I don't have to lift you? <laughs> <laughs> she's not a surgeon, dude. She has no clue what she's doing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, fine. So I'm, like, shuffling with a broken leg over to the operating table. She's like, yeah, put him to sleep now. Um, and then, like, two days after the operation... Apparently when I'm stark naked under the covers of the hospital bed. And she comes in to check on my hip. Here we go. Yeah. And I panic. I immediately, <laughs> I immediately put both my hands down as she's about to lift the sheets up to check on my wound and everything. And she just looks at me like, what are you doing? I saw it all the other day. <laughs> I always wondered that. Oh, Who's looking at my junk when I'm in surgery? Oh, yeah, like, like at least eight people in that fucking room. A lot yeah, of people yeah. have seen my junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freaked me out now. <laughs> I don't put as much thought into that as I have right now, but who the hell has seen me <laughs> naked in surgery? Yeah. You they, ever, they had, you ever had one of those in. you ever had one of those surgeries where like there's like a, a gallery? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know actually, have you? I I don't know. I, I I hope so. I mean we're asleep for it, so we wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, but like I think I might have. I feel like it would if you was at like UCLH. Because it's like yeah. a, a uni hospital. But also because of like what we've got so rare and what they have to do in surgery is so yeah. There's people in there with out clipboards, the boards, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, they're writing down. They're there's doing a DVD diagrams special somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing diagrams. You know, they got a whiteboard in there. Just... I like. I always hoped it was like that Simpsons episode when um, he's just like sat there eating popcorn while the surgery's going on. And yeah, they're just having their lunch. It's a two-way <laughs> mirror for sure. You're like, oh, okay, it's just a mirror. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty people behind there yeah, taking yeah. notes. You've got your old school teacher in there. <laughs> <You> got... <laughs> yeah. 
No, this has been good though. I've en- I've enjoyed you know actually talking about it. I, I'm yeah. a I'm a big educator. I like to educate people about the disability and you know what I've been through. And I think I like a lot of people are surprised that we're just these really you know happy go lucky people despite what we've been through. Like we're not yeah. dark. You know we 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 love people. We love chatting. We're the biggest party animals we know. We love going out and drinking. And you know no part of us is held back by what we've got. Absolutely not. You know. So I actually think just quickly touch on that like. I think we're kind of the opposite, that we've developed that sense of, okay, we've got a disability, we have to be the biggest, baddest, most crazy yeah, people yeah. in we're the world. We're just room. nuts. Yeah. Like, we're off to Vegas in two weeks. Like, just under two weeks, we're off to Vegas together for our production company. I'm terrified, but I can't wait. I need to get out there right now, dude. I yeah. have to be out there. But, like, I, I, it's going to be... I don't know a lot of people would assume that, you know, we would do that with our disabilities. Yeah. I mean, our, our medical insurance is pretty... It's through the roof. It's through, it's mad. <laughs> I'm covered for like 15 million. <laughs> 15 yeah, million yeah, yeah. pounds worth of damage. That's, that's like one broken toe in America, though. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that, yeah, yeah. that's like gas <laughs> <Yeah>. and air. <laughs> yeah, actually, just very quickly before we end, have you broken abroad? I did. I cracked my knee in Florida. Oh, I hurt mine in Florida. And, I did uh, my arm in Florida. Because, I mean, even though we have medical insurance, my parents were like... How bad is it? Are you going to be okay for the next four days before we go home? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Been through that. Can I have a burger? <laughs> <laughs> Been Just through give that. me painkillers and give me greasy food. I'm going to be fine. Like, Broke my arm at the bottom of a water slide. And then another time, I was in Florida also. I rolled out of bed when I was a kid and I dislocated my shoulder, hitting it on the uh, bedside cabinet in this like little motel. Oh. See. Go on, no, go on. Sorry, yeah, no, I've actually just remembered a couple more now. Um, yeah. So when I was three, we went to Cyprus, and um, my dad didn't put the brakes on my pram. Shut And I went down a flight of concrete stairs. I no. think I broke. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so that happened. And then, also, you just reminded me another time, we went to the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios in Florida. Been there, dude. Yeah. And they told me when I went on, it was like, oh, it's a gentle river ride. They forgot to tell me. There's a massive drop at the end. But the thing was, I would have actually, the drop would have been fine. It was quite a smooth drop. But when I saw that there was a drop. Did you break before the drop? No, I tensed up. Okay. So they take the the photo at the end of the ride. (laughs) And everyone else is like grinning their heads off. Yeah. He's like, you can visibly see me saying the F word (laughs) as my, like, I, I don't think I broke, but I think I, like, I like slips a disc or something like that um, but my parents were like that's right if I just chuck him in the swimming pool he'll be alright like, genu- gen- genuine genuine question how how do you think our bones are going to fend in Vegas because there's a chance we'll break can, you just, can you just not jinx us no 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 no, no 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 one's jinxing it but like you know dude I'm not I'm not sitting on a chair and not moving out there just I'm, don't go on any water rides apparently yeah, yeah water rides aren't the one for us Let's go, to, let's go to a let's go to a let's go to a park. <laughs> let's There's got to be a wall park in Vegas. That's, that's some good footage. If either of us end up in hospital, though, it's going to make the production. Can, again, can we please not? Like, it's make the, I want to. I want to. I, I, I want to see the inside of an American hospital. You got fifteen million in fucking insurance. You'll be all right. <laughs> can I just cash it out now and not? Yeah. Have <laughs> can we show up some old X-rays and like? Yeah, dude, I've got away with a lot, a lot of stuff, like with my X-rays when I was in school. Okay, you, I, mean, I know we're supposed to be like closing this we, out. We, we keep trying to close yeah, this, this up. <laughs> but ain't right. Might as well. No, I got away with a lot of shit with my x-rays, dude. Like, I remember when I was in school, 
um, there was this like school trip that we went on, and I think we were, I, I say school trip. I don't know, we, 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 didn't, we didn't leave London. Like I think we went to see like what's the place in London with like. The actors and they're all dressed up like horror. No, 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 they're just like it's horror. Oh, it was on South London Bank. dungeons, bro. Yeah, London, but yeah, the yeah. old London dungeons before it was on South Bank. It, it, yeah, it right? London Bridge. And there was that bit where there's like the the horror lift that drops. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to them, I was like, "Nope, can't go on that, dude. Can't go on that. That's a broken back. I'm not doing <laughs> that, right?" And they were like, "Oh no, no, it's the only way like to get around." And I was like, pulled. I had an X-ray in my back. I was that kid in school. Just pulled this X-ray. I was like. Don't think so, right? <laughs> and they genuinely like had me go back forty-five minutes, go outside, go round the block, come back in the door to be at the end of my mates with a picture. Did uh, you not go on it because you thought you'd break your back, or you? Were yeah, scared? I was smart. You were scared. I though, was right. I was yeah. I was pooping shitting. myself, but I was like, <laughs> I was shitting a cable, but I was uh, no, I'm gonna play disability on this one. <laughs> I can't admit that I'm scared. But yeah, no, I don't want to tell my friends that I was scared in school. So I pulled this X-ray out, and they were like, look at that. Like, he ain't going on that ride. No spine chance. looks like this. Yeah, you've seen my... I showed him my spine x-ray the other day. Right, and it, 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 like, don't let him get his out, right, because it, it trumps mine <laughs> out of the water, right? <laughs> but, like, it was pretty impressive, right? Oh, it was superb. It's, it's a great... I want to get framed one day. As spines go, not bad. As spines go. All right, you ain't seen nothing well, yet, actually, right? As spines go, it's terrible. He's, got a, he's got a spine like the Mississippi. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the Nile River of spines. <laughs> but to be fair, like my whole skeleton's like that. Where, um... he, he's, he's spine x-ray if you let it next to the, uh, the backdrop on EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, that's basically yeah. Basically the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> Wolford's about third of the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Just somewhere midway down, it's like it's Patrick passed out from rum. <laughs> I think we need to do an episode where we compare X-rays. But I had a student doctor a couple of years ago for an appointment, and um, he took one look at my X-ray of my leg, and he just looked at me and went, "Why is that? That's a great that's, thing to hear when you're in a and I went, "That's my femur and my hip." He went, "That's not supposed to be like that." And, I went, nope. and he went. How are you still like able to move and stuff like that? I don't know. It's <laughs> like wow. We should probably wrap. So it up. excited, yeah. Let's wrap it up. So this has been fun. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. It's been a pretty successful first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to be pretty much well. We're going to be every week, apart from when we're in Vegas. Mm. I think you got a little trip over to Asia. At some point, yeah. At some point. So I think besides that, we're going to be pretty consistent with the recordings for these. Um, massive shout out to Brewdog having us here yeah they've been an amazing host and amazing they've been amazing people. to work with in general and great beer i'm yeah. enjoying this this is easily the it best goes down a little bit I've, too easy that's does. the problem that's why i had a half because i was like you know technically i'm driving with the, yeah yeah with that's the, a good smart idea uh, yeah and just don't let me do the superman later <laughs> oh, yeah no stay off the rum dude <sighs> rum is bad <laughs> just remind right. people what you had what did you, what beer did you go for i went for the uh the hazy jane uh ipa yeah i went for the lost lager uh, and, and the Punk IBA, uh, IPA, which is absolutely finished. You enjoyed that. that yeah, you finished that pretty quick. You enjoyed that. Well, it needs it working with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not an easy job. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for episode two. We're going to be delving into our Vegas trip that we sort of very briefly mentioned towards the end there. Uh, we're going to explain what that's about. We'll be planning to get up to. The, the mole people, still excited for the mole people, the mole people yeah, yeah. of Vegas. I'm going to find those. I think we're going to go a little bit into our old travel stories, which we just touched on. Yeah, well. there's, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, travel stories and 
people don't really know how like people in wheelchairs get on planes and you know what's it like in other countries but we're going to delve into that next week i think yeah, um yeah. So, yeah, if you've listened throughout, if you've seen this on TikTok, if you've seen this on Spotify, if you've seen this wherever we end up posting this, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Um, you can follow our social media. Uh, my Instagram is at Jack Binstead. Yours is... At Original Brand Andy. Um, and we also have a, a website, which is www.standupstudiosuk.com. Uh, so you can check out all our projects on there and follow our company socials on there as well. Yeah, Massive shout out to you, Cameron, for uh, oh, thank you for having me. Amazing producer. producer, yeah, yeah. What can I say? Lovely to have you on board with the company. Yep. Yeah. We'll uh, see you all next week. Have a good one. Cheers.